Hi, my name is Chris Kay, and I'm an OG Hundy P. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred is proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan. Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. Really, what is the best of Humble and Fred? I'd argue it's you, the listener. And is there a more loyal, and valued listener than an OG Hundy P. I'm talking to OG Hundy P's, shining a spotlight on them, learning what makes them tick. Chris, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, sir. Oh, you called me, sir. That gets, uh, that gets you straight into the good books. Uh, nobody calls me, sir. I did. And I, and I had to bring, I had to, I know the people can't see this, but I have my uh, number one in 97 CD. I've got the, the Humble and Fred brew here. Wow. In case we need to crop that open. And of course, my my handy mug and the, <laughs> the Humble and Fred t-shirt. Kate, tell me about that brew. Like, I don't even remember the brew. Who brewed it? Uh Jeez, I don't know if it says on it. There was something they were doing. It says spring spring brew on it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the year. It had to be late nineties, maybe early two thousand, but I think late nineties. And actually, my buddy got. A, I had one at the time, the, the original, long since gone. Either I drank it or disappeared. And my right. buddy still had it, and he knew I was still a fan. And he said, "Hey, you got use for this?" I said, "I certainly do. I'm going to hang on to it." So. Well, here's the big question, Chris K. Uh, did you ever get a Humble and Fred condom? I did not. And uh, <laughs> probably because at the time I had no use for it. So ah. I wasn't getting any, so it wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have helped me at all. It left a circular impression. That's right. Cir- <laughs> cir- circular impression. Walla, walla, walla in my wallet. Walla. Yeah. Exactly. There's a, uh, a Pete and Geet song. That was uh, it held over though because I would hear it occasionally in the early days of Humble and Fred, but it was like a holdover from Pete and Geats. And that's and that's how I I started listening to 102 because my dad was a big Pete and Geats guy, and you know I was a teenager and I'm like okay who is this? And then Pete and Geats had left and they had kind of were transitioning, and then when Humble started, I think in the sum, summer of '89. That's when I really started listening. And they were actually transitioning to that FM 102 phase. Sure. Like the away from the kind of the new rock and kind of doing everything. And then they thankfully got out of that pretty quickly. I could write a book on all this. It's funny. uh, I've had so many conversations with Alan Cross about it. But yeah, this is the era where I actually have recordings from 1990 where they're introducing, I don't know, they're introducing like Phil Collins and Madonna, like this is the kind of music. Rick Astley. Even yeah. Rick Astley. Yes. Like people forget. I think that's why I'm interested to see the CFNY doc when it comes out is uh, 
I hope they go into depth. Like basically they thought they could get more ears and then get more money when they sold the station, uh, McLean Hunter or whatever. So they basically said, hey, let's go wide, which means let's go top 40, which of course we never think about top 40 when we think about uh, CFNY. Never, never. So it was, it was, it was kind of like a phase. Yeah. I, I think a phase that didn't work, obviously. Well, you know what happened? Grunge happened. That this we could do a whole episode of what happened, but in nineteen ninety one, grunge hits and basically there's a whole like, oh, we can do top forty for grunge. Like we, this can be us. And we could just play Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Stone Temple Pilots and Soundgarden and then add in some Beastie Boys. You got some Canadian bands like the Hip and Our Lady Peace and Rusty, Lowest of the Low. Bare, bare Naked yep. Ladies, Bob's your uncle. We could do forever on this. But it sounds like you're there for the, the beginning, by the way. I think it's like September 1989 when Humble uh, starts broadcasting with Fred. But I guess that's still summer, right after Labor Day, I guess. But you, you're there. Yep. Do you follow them to Mojo Radio? I do. I did follow them to Mojo. And, uh, I, you know, I enjoyed them talking more. wasn't a big fan of the AM format. I, too, was puzzled as to why Derringer was on late in the show I didn't I never understood that you know I'm sorry that it didn't carry on further or that it wasn't in today's kind of uh format that it had to be on AM radio but uh, yeah I followed them to Mojo followed them to the mix followed Howard to what wasn't boom at the time but then became boom and and so, I, so I, did, I made a point of following them everywhere rock. sorry I'm singing my jingles yes, here yes exactly sorry yes. go on my, yeah, my, I I'm so about that so. yeah it was easy rock, and that's where you get the uh, four-man, four-person booth because you got uh, <laughs> Colleen Rushholm, you got Rick Hodge, and you got, uh, gosh darn it, the great Newfoundland singer, uh, Kim Stockwood. Yes, Stockwood. But what was odd is, I, I mean, it, it's all, I think they replaced Stu Jeffries. Yeah. Only then to be replaced by Stu Jeffries. I right. thought that was unusual. <laughs> true that, true that. So you're there... For the, the entire terrestrial radio career of a Humble and Fred and then only Humble. And how did you, Chris K., how did you discover that they were starting a daily podcast in 2011? Like, how did you become aware of this? Well, after uh, Humble had left Boom, I, I kind of like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, where's Fred? I know that I was following the blogs, the Canadian thinker. Humble had a, a blog for a while. Yes, he did. I think I just Googled, I think I just Googled them and then it came up and I'm like, wow. And it was the early stages. So I didn't miss many episodes. And then I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. So I started downloading, listening to them. And that quickly segued, you know, like into 2012 where they did the nut hut shit show anniversary show at their old studio which was great they were doing the kingston thing which was which was funny because I, I kudos to them for their hard work they do the kingston morning show then they come back and do the podcast right and then they in, in their podcast extra they include some of the bits that they did on the kingston show which i thought was amazing <laughs> their work ethic and their dedication to the podcast format so early and into it. Yeah, no doubt. And that was, uh, you know, to hedge their bets because they wanted the Kingston experiment to work because then they would be in many markets. Like Roz and Mocha, I don't know what they're in now, nine markets or something, right? Like that was the idea. Humble and Fred go into a whole bunch of small Canadian cities. So they want that to work. Uh, spoiler alert, it doesn't work. But then they still want to 
you know, they don't want to put all their eggs in that Rogers basket because uh, they want to own their own show, which is the reason we have them today. So I think they, it was hard work, but played well. And, and I'll tell you, I think when they did the 25th anniversary show at the Horseshoe in 2014, it was November of 2014, it was like a concert. Hmm. It was like a, a sellout show at a concert, like the, the loyalty and the fans and everyone going to just see them. And yeah, they had guests and, you know, that was neat to see, but it was really to see them. And uh, I mean, that was, it was such a fun night and such a testament to them and the loyalty of people like me, like, Hey, we love you guys. We love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Love it. Love it. In fact, one of the questions I've been asking OG Hundy Peas with these uh, spotlight episodes is, whether they attend events, but it sounds like you don't miss an event. I, 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 I very rarely miss an event. So yeah, the, the, the couple of uh, events at their old studio, the, the horseshoe, I had three Christmas parties that came to mind, uh, 2017 with Jim Cuddy, where I got, got my picture with him. He was a really nice guy. 2018 right. at Jack Astor's met Maestro Fresh West. He shook my hand. Great guy. And then of course the last one in 2019 before COVID, at the old studio. There he is. Yes. The maestro himself. Let your backbone slide. <laughs> yes. Biff Naked doing the Christmas yes. song. Doing the Christmas song. And, and everybody, even with Jim Cuddy, everybody singing along. And, it, you know, in that little tight space in the studio, it, it, it was just so much fun. I miss I miss those days. And that's why I kind of I kept emailing and saying, hey, like, hey, maybe a Kelsey's event, like an event. Like, are we ready to do an in-person thing with Hundy P's or Patreons or just everybody again. And well, I hope they look, do. Chris, let me uh, save you the emails. And this is my promise to you. Like the minute that they're open. And I think, I think Howard has warmed up to uh, an in-person event. I think we're just working on Fred, but the minute they okay. And uh, cause I'm a big fan of in-person events. Like I, I've been, I've been back to them for, I don't know, 18 months now. I am working on it and I just need them both to turn the key at the same time. And then we'll get back to a, an in-person event. So, so that would be wonderful. <laughs> not not just to see them, but to see everybody again and some kind of some kind of normalcy. And, and you know, the one thing I appreciate about them when they, you know, when they read the emails, you know, unlike when they first started, they actually know who their listeners are, who the Hundy P's are, who the OGs are, they acknowledge them. And and you know, it's such a thrill to hear your name, even on an email. <laughs> Like and that they know who you are, and I posted a, a clip on uh, on my IG yesterday of this said, "Hey, whatever Chris K wants, Chris K gets," or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> "Wow, these guys are talking to me. It's unbelievable." And think about this, Chris. Uh, you know, if people are hearing us right now, it's because you your episode was like a standalone episode in the Humble and Fred podcast feed. Like this is a spotlight. Everyone subscribed to Humble and Fred. Had you pushed to their smartphones today? That is awesome. Think about That's, that. <laughs> I, hey, listen, it, it, loyalty goes a long way. When I'm into something, I'm into something. And these yeah. guys, I just have not stopped. And I hope they do it forever. But, uh, okay, I'll be realistic. But uh, I'll be loyal right to the core until they till they decide to call it quits. Well, very soon I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, address them directly. But uh, I just wanted to gather a little more info from you. So, how supportive of Humble and Fred sponsors have you been? It's funny you ask that because like uh, through the years, I've I bought a Sleep Country mattress, uh, and they read the email to Christine McGee when she was on. And said, hey, our, our, one of our listeners bought it. Uh, 
started ordering pizza pizza when they were when they when they had pizza pizza because I hadn't ordered it in years. Uh, Jack Astor's hadn't been a long time. Went there when they were doing service inspired, and just recently I sent them an email about taking friends to Kelsey's when they were when the when Kelsey's was a sponsor and how how much I enjoyed that, and I just did it out of loyalty to them. Amazing. Uh, Chris, this is amazing. They're going to love hearing this. Uh, Christine McGee, uh, she was a great singer with Fleetwood Mac, gone far too soon. Yes, McVee and McGee. Yeah, very, I uh, wasn't sure if they're related. <laughs> See, when did I'm talking. Did I say McVee? If I said No, McVie, no, you I'm, said no. I'm you saying. said the right name. I'm, uh, okay. because I'm talking to OG Hundy Peas, I can do obscure references, right? Like, it's not a cat. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Well, I just, I just got a Stevie Nicks ticket today, so I, I appreciate the reference. Oh, my God. You know, one of my favorite covers of all time is uh, Smashing Pumpkins doing Landslide. Okay, so I'm yeah. just throwing it out there because you said Stevie Nicks, but uh, yeah, I she's did. great. And yeah. uh, John Gallagher, who's a friend and a, uh, I used to produce his podcast. John Gallagher tells a story about uh, snorting coke off like Stevie Nicks's ass or something. He did tell that. He told that actually in one of the. Uh, he was a guest. I think it was one of the Christmas episodes when oh, yeah. Mark was there, and he, okay. I think he told that story or, or mentioned. <laughs> he it. probably, you know, when he's lining up at Tim Hortons, he probably tells that story to like the. the the cashier like i'm sure he tells that story several times a day but uh john gallagher living legend uh awesome okay he is <laughs> do unlike, you unlike unlike just quickly unlike yeah. voldemort i i had sent you just before this episode i so i'm a district manager for a thrift store and today there was a john derringer show coffee mug uh with the four of them on it including maureen holloway holloway and i had to explain to the store manager the story right. and i said hey this isn't worth the sticker that Smash you printed it. on it i can please please get rid of it i don't want to see well, it well you but should record a, it like a photo of it re- record yourself destroying it like it would make it be an epic i little should clip. have done that you're right i i but because i'm of a position i didn't oh wanna, right you'd have it, to be you know, uh disguise I'd have to your, bring it i'd have to buy it and do it at home or something but uh anyway i did explain it that's wild okay so yeah shout out to guest fred maureen holloway who by the way is, uh and again i don't know what order these will all drop so this uh might actually drop after but maureen holloway will guest fred again i think on valentine's day i believe so i think your episode awesome. will probably drop after that but who knows what i'll do when i wake up in the morning i'll pick one of the randomly pick an og hundy pf okay so before i give you an opportunity to address humble and fred directly how are you, since you're such a passionate OG Hundy P, I love this. Like, how do you feel about the terminology? Uh, forever Hundy P meant I listened to every episode, but I am like of uh, the passionate belief that it's not fair to people who discover Humble and Fred in, let's say, 2016, they discover Humble and Fred, and then they never miss an episode. Like, to me, they're Hundy P's. You, my friend, because you were there since October 2011, you get the designation OG Hundy P. How do you feel about all that? Yeah, I, and listen, I have no objection. I, I, as a matter of fact, I love that they have new listeners, whether it's a year, two years, five years, whatever the case may be. If they're if if Humble and Fred want to call them Hundy Peas of any kind of variation, I'm fine with it. I I just would like, and I think I referenced it in the comments. Hey, OG Hundy P for for people like me, mm-hmm. that I'm good with that designation. I think. Oh, that was fair. yours. So, the, uh, because there's a couple that of Chris's. Mine, yeah. Okay, because there's a Chris K. Yeah. There's like a Chris. Um, you've uh, starts with like an E, I think. But there's a few. Okay, so I got my Chris's straight now. Okay, so here, let me ask you this before I give you that opportunity to address humble and Fred. Do you, Chris K, listen to any other podcasts? 
I actually do not. I'd love to say I listen to yours and I may start, I, you know, from a timing perspective. And I'm, I'm not all that techie. You know, I've, I'm still like I watch cable TV. I don't watch Netflix. I still like have a clock radio. So, gotcha. you know, I latched on to them just because it's them. I mostly listen to it live, but if I miss it, I st- well, I still download it regardless, just so to, to support. But uh, That's probably unnecessary, by the way. Like, just so you know, like, that, I don't think that'll help in any way because I don't think... Uh, it doesn't? Okay. Nah, well, no. But that's a good thought. I'm trying but, to get the rank, boost the <laughs> rankings if it helps. The only but. thing I think maybe would help, like, you'd have to unsubscribe on Apple Podcasts and then resubscribe, like, because the only thing that seems to move the Apple needle is new subscriptions to the podcast. So anyway, oh, we're spitballing okay. here, but the actual listen doesn't see, doesn't seem to be affecting uh, part of the algorithm at all. Like it's an interesting animal okay. that I watch very closely. By the way, uh, you don't have to listen to Toronto Mike, but uh, I'm kind of coming off this high of a 90 minute deep dive with Lloyd Robertson. So that happened like that. just before yes. this. So. <laughs> your guest lists have been incredible. I've been I have been following that. I do follow your social. Amazing, and, you so, know, Gord Gord Miller and. Some of the guests you've had, that's that's a very impressive list. Well, it's impressive that I went straight from Lloyd uh, Robertson to Chris Kay. So you're uh, you're following. Uh, well, I, yeah, that's 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 a tough <laughs> act to follow. But uh, hey, I'll, I'll take it. Hey, I took a little extra time because you really are uh, a fascinating uh, species of OG Hundy P. But this is your chance. I'm going to back away from the mic. And you're going to have an opportunity uh, to to speak directly to Humble and Fred what would you, Chris K, like to say to Humble and Fred? Wow, Humble and Fred, I could probably write a novel, and I don't have the time to do that. But I love you. I've, I've watched watched and listened from the very beginning, including uh, Fred at the Sports Zone before the Humble and Fred show. You know, I've won contests with you guys. I've I've got autographs. I've gone to events. But I really appreciate the podcast. I really appreciate how real you are how you balance humor and, and reality. And yeah, I don't like hearing some of the U.S. stuff too, but you know, it educates me and it's a great perspective and it's nice to know there's like-minded people out there. And listen, I, I will follow you to the ends of the earth. If you were on a Portuguese folk station, I would listen to that. But you guys are fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. I love you. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred was proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. I'm Toronto Mike. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Toronto Mike. You can visit my blog, torontomike.com. Or you can subscribe to my podcast, Toronto Miked. Peace and love. <laughs>